Legends, idols, teachers. Is a legend someone you read and learn about in school, or is it someone who has an impact on you in some other way, shape, or form, or even better? You don't even realize you're in the presence of one and yet have unconsciously benefited from what they have either accidentally or on purpose given to you in respects to a lesson. If I ever get there, if I ever get to be a legend to somebody, don't tell me. But if I get a chance to talk to one, I will tell you as I am this evening. Welcome to Whiskey Business. I'm Dino Tripodis. Whiskey Business, a podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. And our guest bottle tonight, I know, always the guest bottle before the actual guest. Our guest bottle tonight is Eagle Rare, a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey that is very rare. And because I have the rare opportunity to talk to what I consider to be, it's interesting, one of my comedy idols and what I consider to be a legend, but now... More importantly, I consider to be a friend. Mr. Dom Irera is with us. There you go. Uh, bullshit. <laughs> it's not bullshit. Hey, good to see you, man. It's not bullshit. It's, it's it's legitimate. You're at the you're at the funny bone this weekend, and I've been, I've and so are you. I so am I. I'm, I get to I get to open up the show for you and and do all that. But uh, I've imposed upon you because I know you're. You're old now, and I know you need your rest. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's funny when you talk about legends, and and I don't, not because it's Black History Month, but uh, <laughs> I got to tell you, George Washington Carver, the man who invented peanut butter, that you know anybody can go and fucking moon or go out of space, but the idea of how did they get it so smooth? <laughs> What, is it is it real butter or anyway? Go ahead. Do you think initially when he made it, it was crunchy? Yeah, and I then think somebody could, else smoothed it out. I, I think so. I, I, I don't want to accuse him of anything. The man's a creative genius. But <laughs> and so are you. I mean, I missed the segue. Here's 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 the deal. I think I remember where I met you. I think because I I kind of didn't worked. we meet on a summer cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I think I met you when I came out to Los Angeles to visit my friend Jeff Martyr. Uh-huh. Another and comedian. Jeff had that uh, TV show. Yeah. And you were a guest on his pilot. Martyr at Midnight. Martyr at Midnight. Never name the show after yourself. It's bad luck. Bad luck. Except for Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> which you were on, which and we'll get to later. But, um, yeah, I think that's where I got to actually meet you. And then after that, I got to work with you a little bit. And I don't know how over the years. Maybe it's your visits to Columbus, Ohio. That we got to be friends, but trust me, I don't really care how it happened. I'm just glad that it happened because it's a pleasure to have you here on Thank the podcast. Thank you. And I'm glad that it happened for you <laughs> because you needed a friend like me. You needed a friend with some credits. It's a love of God. It really has not advanced my I mean, career in any way, shape, or form. Your friends because of their hair. I'm not bringing anybody up because their hair is so smooth and yet hard at the same All time. Right, for those of you who are, are tuning in, you should know that Dom graciously comes into Columbus a day early before his week at the Funny Bone and joins us down at the Columbus Italian Club. You've been doing it for like the last seven well, years. First of all, that's my favorite night. The rest of it's all bullshit just for money. I love, <laughs> I love coming to the, the, the social club. 
I love that place. Tonight it, was jumping, man. It was well. It's the it's the month before elections. Are you guys letting in some mitigans or what? <laughs> There's not that many Italians alive in Columbus. We got a lot of them. We got over what? Uh, we got like 300, what, 60, 75 members now? Yeah. Pushing 400 again. Yeah. Pushing 400 members. That was cool that you had the lead singer from REO yeah. as your president. Did you like that? Yeah. Our current president has, has long hair, which has been an issue for some members, but he's done a good job. He's almost done. We move into somebody else now, and uh, I was president for a year. You were there when I was when I got to be president. Don't st don't don't start with that because I I promised myself I wasn't going to cry tonight. But I, <laughs> I was so proud when you finally did something right with your life, became president of something. I'm serious, Dana. I mean, I, it was a very very big and lucid moment for me. I thought here's a guy I never thought had really much going for him. <laughs> this this is a compliment. It may not start out that way. And yet out of nowhere he did something. That somebody actually voted for him. So who was the guy that lost to you? That poor bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine. I got so many questions that I don't normally ask you when we're just talking. Because when we're just talking, we're having fun. Well, a lot of times when we're talking, we don't have microphones in front of us. I understand that, but I don't <laughs> really studio. care about the microphones in front of us. I, wanted, I, I, I said if I ever got the chance to talk to you on this podcast, which now I have, I would ask you some questions that I don't normally ask. Um, but, uh, well, let me just start with some basic stuff. First of all, how do you like the Eagle Rare? Because this is whiskey business. We are supposed to talk about the whiskey. Well, I'm not a person who panders, you know, to look for a, a commercial deal or anything. But no, I'm gonna, not either. But I'm going to say this. It's the best whiskey or anything I've ever drank. It's not a sponsor. I mean, even when, oh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, I, I don't know. I'm already drunk. It's free. What do I give a fuck? <laughs> Eagle rare my ass. It's it's one of those bourbons that is 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 uh, crafted and held onto for at least ten years before it's, it's released. Bourbon? Yeah, it's bourbon. Oh, I thought it was like bad vodka. No, <laughs> I, thought it went, I thought it was spoiled. It, it, yeah, if you got vodka that's brown, <laughs> that's bad vodka. No, no it's no. good. It's good. It's, you know, Eagle rare. My grandmother used to give us that, and when she was still alive, God rest her soul. What? My grandmother. She passed away. She give you whiskey. Yeah, yeah. She gave, they used to give us booze as uh, know, it, children, right? Yeah. They used to give. I remember my my grandfather, fucking horrible alcoholic, had the worst breath, and he used to kiss you. You know, well, actually, we would make out for like <laughs> two two or three hours at a time. Is that is that against the law now? But he, oh man, he fucking, he would cut me with his beard. I had the same guy. I, I had the same alcoholic grandfather. What is it about that particular generation you think that made him drink so much? I repressed homosexuality, <laughs> <laughs> fear, fear of being themselves, flamers. Is this on? Is it's this on. Thing it's on. Oh, it's, this, it, it's on. We, is the show started? It's on in so many ways. <laughs> is this thing on? Hello. Do you think uh, do you do you consider yourself to be a heavy drinker? Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a heavy drinker. You're like a drinker. You're like a drinker who from another planet. You're like somebody who was beamed down here. What do you mean? What are you saying? Well, what I'm saying is I could not never fucking keep up with you. I could be drunk and you would go, "Well, go get something to drink." <laughs> and you would drink ten times as much as me, and then you do your fucking radio show in the morning. Yeah. Do you realize you're like a different species? No. 
Well, you are. It I doesn't mean, really phase me at all. I'm just know, kind people, of curious as to where you think you think that that you think that that, for lack of a better word, that alcoholic gift is bred in the bone somewhere. I'd like to know what the better word was. <laughs> <laughs> Even though you lacked it, <laughs> I want I want you to be more succinct. Anyway, for a better word, <laughs> where do you think that comes from? I mean, is that something we inherit? You said you got you got a you got a history of drinkers in your family. Yes. No, just my father, mother, my sister, my two, <laughs> <laughs> my cousins, our pastor. No, other than that, no. Other than that, no. Yeah. So you think that's where we get we, it? The, the lady who crossed us, who crossed the street, the, the crossing guard, but she dragged very lightly. <laughs> Always light beer. One shot. <laughs> Biggest tits you've ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah. Crossing guard? Yeah. Nipples, yeah. nipples like... Like Cadillac bumpers. Was, from the, how old were you when you when you uh, when you realized how far, uh, when, how far I could come? <laughs> <laughs> Funny you should ask. <laughs> the first time my my jizz ever arced. <laughs> right. I wasn't gonna go that deep with it. Hey. <laughs> you said she had the big tits. What was how old were you when you when you, when you actually realized that? A girl was a was a girl, and you noticed something. You you felt a stir, for lack of a better word. Again, I was uh, four months old. <laughs> I couldn't roll over, but I I would I would turn my head as much as I could. I was basically a paraplegic at four months old, and then I I grew into being able to crawl and do normal things we do for women. Okay, crawl. Let me, let me ask you a serious question. When did you lose your virginity? How old? I was, uh... Be honest. 34. Thir get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Seriously, how old were you? Seriously. How old was I? I don't know. I was in Florida. I was 14. Really? Yeah. Really? No, but I'm talking about out of your family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about somebody legal. <laughs> no, I was 14, but then I had like a big gap. Because I was, I, was, I was in Greece when it happened. And then I've said this in another previous podcast. I was Who was Greece. it? Huh? It was a girl from Chicago. Uh, it was a girl from Chicago and Greece? A girl from Chicago and Greece on summer vacation. And she was 18 and I was 14. Oh, that's hot. And it was hot at the particular and time. And good for her. <laughs> good. Well, yeah. these so called laws and morals. <laughs> she yeah. was helping you out. She was. And, but then. But it, it, it hurt me because I went back to the States and thought that was the way the world was going to be. <laughs> That's the first time you were arrested. And then I went like a, like a four-year gap with nothing. I was in, you know, four years of high school, no action whatsoever. So how did that set up? How did that happen? <sighs> she thought I was cute. First which... of all, I'm already a little hard. What? I'm not going to lie. I'm a little hard. <laughs> Just thinking about an 18-year-old girl. <laughs> I, I wouldn't realize I could give my mother a call. Sometimes it's... <laughs> She thought I was cute. She thought I was funny. All right. Even more important, do you think comedy has gotten you? Uh, Wait a minute. You ain't getting out of that fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. story that easily. Don't give me that comedy she bullshit. She thought I was cute. She thought I was funny. We, I made her laugh. And one night she kissed me. And one thing led to another. And she said, have you never had sex before? And I said, no, I'm 14. <laughs> <laughs> And, and and I'm still a Cub Scout. I'm not even a Boy Scout yet. <laughs> and and she goes, I I don't worry about it. And and then that rest of that summer, that was that that happened. But then I went mm. back that summer and started my freshman year of high school. Did you ever see her again? No, 
Mm-mm. I have a picture of her, though. Is there any way we could get in touch with her? I have a picture of her. I have a picture of her with her cute little, I, I can see it right now, with her cute, short little blonde hair and her, and she's wearing my, my, uh, my bucket hat that I had at the time. And it's oh, it's just uh, uh, there's still a picture of her somewhere. Anyway, Sandusky is uh, up for. Uh... Yeah, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's that's cool. So you didn't tell me when when you uh, when you lose it. I was in college. What year of college? Well, I I went to uh, you know you know I went to the University of Pennsylvania. No, I did not. You went to you. Oh, all right, it was Philadelphia Community College. <laughs> But that's not the point. Is this thing on? I slipped in a joke. Uh, Did you go to Penn, really? No. I go to Penn. Did you ever talk to me? Not about that, no. I couldn't get in anything. I, that's when I go to Boston. I go, I've never been to a place that I couldn't get in any fucking school they have. Uh, too, too, too dumb. Um, but you're not dumb. Thank you, Dad. No, you're not. <laughs> No, seriously. If you throw me the ball, I'll throw it back. No, no, you're not dumb. You're a very smart man. You're a very educated man. You were a teacher, for crying out loud. I, I love teaching. You were a teacher. What grade did you teach? Uh, fourth. Is that Was that the goal? Did you did you come out of... Did Big, you get your teacher's well, I couldn't go any said, further, because then the kids would know more math than me. <laughs> I, never got, I never got the fractions. <laughs> Did you enjoy That's, being the teacher? I how, loved it. How man. long did you teach? Uh, three years. And then what? Stand up. And then I, I, did, I went into professional dance. I did, <laughs> yeah. I did. I did uh, ballroom dancing. Mm-hmm. I did uh, the the mambo. Uh huh. No, I went uh, from da- from uh, teaching to theater. To theater, really? Theater. Yeah, I was an actor. Not stand up. No, I didn't do stand up until you were an actor. On the stage. Well, yeah, I did some plays in Philadelphia. Which plays? So Three Penny Opera, Lampost Reunion. I was in college. I was in Fiddler on the Roof. I was a 19-year-old rabbi in Fiddler on the Roof. <laughs> but the worst thing I ever did was uh, it was the Spanish ambassador in End of the Thousand Days. I was so fucking bad. <laughs> bad. I had like leotards on. had like lavender <laughs> leotards, a tunic. And a hat with a big feather and those shoes that point up like in medieval time. Yeah. And I was a Spanish ambassador and I had to say to uh, Catherine of Aragon, she, was, she asked me something and I go, I fear it is true, madam. I have many sources of information. I will do all in my power to aid you, right? That's mm-hmm. as, and that's as bad as I was then. And one, one That's the, as good as you delivered the line right the now? The director said to me, she said, why don't you do it with a Spanish accent? And I go, all right. I fear it is true, madam. I have many sources of information. I will do all, all in my power to aid you. And she goes, that's terrible. Go back to the other thing. <laughs> and so I wasn't a comedian for a while. How, okay, so, I mean, I can't, anybody that, that knows you and knows your work, and I obviously met you when you were a comedian and a well-known comedian, I mean, when did that happen? I mean, what, what what did you stumble upon that that said, oh, shit, I'm funny? Well, what happened was I auditioned for Saturday Night Live, and I got three episodes, right? It was uh, Gene Domanian, Woody Allen's friend, got, was the producer. And this was like ni- 1979. 
And Dick Ebersole, that motherfucker, <laughs> he, came, he came in and fired everybody but Eddie Murphy and Joe Piscopo because Joe was like a sycophant to Eddie. And, but he never even saw any of us. And I remember sitting in a room and he goes, call me, a, call me a, an asshole. But I went, he went, what is it? I go, you're an asshole to him. And he looked at me like, this kid's got balls. But anyway, so they fired all of us. But the thing that made me realize was how popular stand-ups were, how they became instant celebrities like Gilbert Gottfried and guys like that and how hard t- and I didn't know anything about agents or anything so the the rejection I got uh, three episodes I had to be I was an extra in three episodes because so you didn't do stand-up before you did no. three episodes of Saturday Night Live no. you didn't do an ounce of stand-up not not a, not a word on stage where you were funny on stage so when you auditioned well, Saturday Night Live, what'd you audition with I wrote some skits you know I wrote one thing called the mean grocer remember uh, the green grocer yeah i did a thing called the mean grocer and, and like not not to be like gallagher but i was like <laughs> fucking throwing cantaloupes and it was a stupid skit but uh, you know bill murray was on the show and he what a fucking asshole he is really oh uh, i was such a disappointment whoa, 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 whoa. bill murray a beloved comedy beloved. acting icon yeah. oscar nominated the, the the praise goes on and on you're saying he's an asshole he he was like such you know first of all you can't have pock marks and have an attitude. You can have pock, you can have pock marks or have an attitude. You can't have both. But his sister uh, and I went to college together, and she was a nun, and she was a great girl, Nancy Murray, right? And she sister said, Nan- "Sister Nancy." Yeah. Well, we didn't call her Sister Nancy. We we call her Bro, <laughs> my man. But uh, she, she was telling me, she goes, "You're gonna love my brothers. I want you to meet my brothers. They're up in Toronto or wherever the fuck they were." Brian Doyle and Bill, mm-hmm. and I meet Bill and I say, "Hey, Bill, you know I'm a friend of your sister's." He like totally fucking snubbed me, fucking ass. Then I just want to cut to like a back, couple back years. Then he snubbed you. Yeah, but not only that, this is what a dick he was. We go to Kilkenny, right? Now Kilkenny, Ireland, the nicest fucking people. Not only nice but bright and fun and funny, and they did, they hated him. He was the only one I've ever seen, and he was like a big star going over because he was an Irish kid from an Irish family who made good, and he was coming back to Kilkenny. And uh, you know, I I go to this place, one of the theaters, and I go something about Bill Murray. Fuck Bill Murray, he's a fucking asshole. You know, that's so. This hate is long and deep. Well, you know what? The reason I hate him is because I'm so disappointed because I think he's so. So so you don't hate him so much as you're disappointed in him. Yeah, I hate him too. <laughs> Has he ever done anything to you personally to uh He tickled my fancy. <laughs> <laughs> to slow down your career, impede your career no, or no, anything like no, that? No. Didn't cock block you? Didn't no. no, nothing. All right, you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> Bill. I'm 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 just it's it's interesting why people have that kind of emotion for something Well, you know what it was? When the people of Kilkenny didn't like him, I knew I was right. Because I didn't want to be any in any way like disappointed because he wasn't nice to me because I was a friend of his sister. Right. And his brother, Brian Doyle, was a fucking blast. And his mom, I knew his mom, I knew John, I knew the whole family. But, uh, you know, it was just a disappointment. I, I guess because it's somebody that you really look up to. Okay, so we're talking, and and who knows may hear this. Does he know you have this disdain for him? No, he's, he probably doesn't re- remember me. Do you think he would care? This isn't. We're not on, right? <laughs> no, 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 not at oh, all. Okay, no, no, no. Do you think <laughs> he would me, care though? Tell if me some, when the show's going to start. If by some reason, Bill Murray were to hear this, you think he would say, 
Dom Herrera had no idea. I need to make this right. Well, he wouldn't do that because so the ego that he has, he's you know, supposed to be a prick on the set. I don't give a fuck what he thinks. Do you think anybody thinks that about you? Most people. No. <laughs> no, I don't know. I no, seriously. Not. Do you think anybody thinks that you're a prick, you're an asshole, you're a dick? Dom, Dom Herrera. Oh, if I ever get a chance to see that motherfucker again. Well, you know, you can't win in life in the sense that I, I, my friend O'Hanlon's a basketball coach. He was a great basketball player. He, he, made, he played... Uh, He's like third string uh, All American and second or third string, and he played in the old ABA. Really, and one guy said to me, you know, he didn't know I was good friends with him. He goes, you know, fuck him. He's such a nice guy. What a phony. About like, you? No, no, about O'Hanlon. About O'Hanlon. What I'm saying is, if people want to look at something, find something negative, they'll, you know, you're too nice. Who the fuck's he kidding? He's that nice. Nobody's that fucking nice. You know what I mean? How many years you been doing stand up now? What's today? <laughs> it's uh. February 15th, 2017. 17, so, I don't know, 60 years? <laughs> 75? I mean, you know what's funny? Calvin Coolidge once said to me, <laughs> true story, stop if you heard this. You know how he used to have that funny walk? Yeah. What I do you think's there. changed about you since you started stand-up and where you are today? I'm a fat pig and I hate myself. <laughs> That, are you happy? Are you happy, Dino? You got that out of me. So you were not. Look at me. Look at were, my fucking big Japanese head. So uh, I, I didn't know you when you started stand up, though I do remember you in the Young Comedian special on HBO. That's my first exposure to Don Marrero. Was that your first big break? By far, yeah. Yeah, Dangerfield. Did you know Dangerfield? Did he find you? Did you? How did how did that happen? I don't know. I you know I I was at the comedy store. And I knew that he wanted to come in and see me. Somebody had told him about me. Why? What did they hear about you? What were they hearing? That I killed. <laughs> no, seriously. Well, uh, all right. Let me. But just here's what happened. The audition. Barry Sobel and Damon Wayans were before me. And they were supposed to do ten minutes each. They did mm -hmm. twenty-five minutes each. So right. I'm fucking fuming, right? So I go up and I just lay into them the whole time. That's all I did. My whole ten minutes. And I, even I remember because Damon and I, Damon's one of the best people ever to me. He, he got me on a series. He's been great. We're, 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 we're buddies. And Barry, I love, uh, you know, but he, I'm, I'm telling you, if I ever owed anybody anything, it's Damon. But I was pissed off that night. And I said, what did Damon think after like 19 minutes he was all of a sudden going to get funny? It wasn't happening that night. <laughs> Let it go. Move on. Mm -hmm. So Rodney comes up he goes, you know, kid, you're funny, but all you do is lay into people. You got an act or what? <laughs> and I go, yeah, I got an act. He goes, well, I got to see it. I can't fucking book you on that shit. And then he saw me do improv. I mean, he saw me at the improv. And it was magic. <laughs> no, but I mean, so, I tell you, I'm not a bragger because it's a gift. It's not me. It's God coming through me. Uh, but that's how I got it the second time. And that was, do you think that, I mean, that was back in the, it's interesting what comedy is back then and what comedy is today as far as a break. Well, it's really, it's fucking weird today because you can knock it on TV, not do anything, but you can have the greatest podcast in the world. <laughs> I'm not saying you. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. No, no. Clearly. No, Thank no. You. But I'm saying, but, but I'm You not, don't know. This might, this might push me into, into that to that higher ground No, but of I mean, there's more opportunities in that sense. Like, if you didn't make it to, like, a couple shows, The Tonight Show or Dangerfield's things, it was really tough. It, my life changed instantly after after Dangerfield. I went to I went to Atlanta, and it was fucking packed. I go, wow, what's going on? They go, you. 
I go, what do you mean? They go, and there were guys there with like little Petey, big Petey, Joey bag of donuts, shirts mm -hmm. on. Yeah. And it was fucking amazing. It was like overnight. And, and like today, I mean, it's just really hard for it to happen. But some of my friends, luckily enough, they're my friends like Rogan and Mark Marin and those guys. I do their podcasts. It's I'm fucking believable. I did Rogan's podcast. I go to Australia and there's all these teenage boys, cute as a button, by the way. <laughs> but they were they were waiting to see me. You know, it's like when would I draw 18 year old uh, teenagers from Australia if it wasn't for Joe? You know. Yeah. But I'm saying it's a different era. That when you asked me about that, yeah, what, what can what 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 do you need to get a break these days? I mean, back then it was an HBO. You're on the Young Comedian Special. You get on Johnny Carson. I think there's a lot a lot of now. Different... What do you got to do? And, know, are you, and are you doing it to sustain yourself? No, I mean, I, you know, no. I, I never cared that much. I'm very lazy. You're not really, though. Yeah, well. How many weeks a week, how many weeks a year do you work now? I don't know, how many weeks are in a year? <laughs> Let's go back to your fourth grade education <laughs> as far as a teacher. Last time I checked, it was 52. Uh, I work probably half the time. Half the time. But then I work. That's all, because that's all you have to work. You're successful. You don't need to work 45 weeks a yeah, year. Yeah, I don't need this shit. <laughs> you know what? I don't need this fucking podcast right now in my life. I'd like to go to bed. I'm out of here. Good night. Thank you. you. I, will, I will get you there eventually, but I, I got to seize the opportunity and ask the questions that I don't normally ask that people might want to know because you've had a long, long successful All right, you have to say it like that <laughs> yeah. you've had a long <laughs> long tedious i can't believe you're still fucking alive <laughs> is that really you I mean, when i think about somebody that i watched on my a young comedian special on hbo and that wound up being one of my friends i mean that's that's surreal to me this is from a guy with gray hair yeah when he, he was a kid at one time i was at one time and i would have never thought in a million years while i'm watching you on hbo that at one point i'd be sitting here talking to you that's crazy to me I mean, it's great, but it's crazy. Well, it's funny. Was you know what I like about me, and not because it's me. No I'm kidding. No, seriously. <laughs> what do you like about you? I don't like me. I'm a I know comedian. you don't. I know you don't, and that bothers me. Easy. <laughs> no. Easy with the me. finger. What is that? You see what the is, finger coming? No, out? I because I got I got the same. I have the same issues. We have friends here that are sitting around just listening to us tonight. But I have the, some of the same issues. What is it about comedians that they're so self-loathing. Why? Why is that? Why is that there? We we bring so much joy to people on a nightly basis in comedy clubs all across the country, and yet the majority of us are just self-loathing individuals who don't like who we are or where we are or where we're going. Explain. First of all, I don't think you should Explain drink that whiskey me. anymore. No, 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 no. Hey. Excuse me, sir. We're in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> How big are your balls? Do you disagree with me? He walked up like, like he's in fucking first class. <laughs> and, the, and the flight attendant died. That's all right. That's all right. See the way he fucking walked right in front of us? Don't, don't defuse it. I want to know. I want to know, know your thoughts. Because there is some self, there's some self-loathing there. Why is it, well, in comedians in general, you don't have to go say a for yourself, I just though I'd think, love to know why, but why in general? Why do you think it is? I don't know. I mean, I just think, like the other night, I was working with this kid in Philly, and he gets like nervous and excited to work with me. I go, listen, Steve, let it go. I said, believe me, if you knew me, you wouldn't be that impressed. Okay. 
you know, I'm just a fucking regular guy who happens to be good at this one thing. You know, it's not like to me, I, I don't think of anything. I think I'm lucky. We were talking to contractors tonight, how they fucking build buildings. Right. They're real men. That's what men do. We don't look at us. We're talking. We have jokes. <laughs> but not everybody can do that. Yeah, but still, not I mean, everybody can do that successfully and make a career. Feel how out soft of it. my hands are. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Bring them over here. They are soft. Of course, they're you soft. Worked a day in your life. I haven't worked a day in my life. <laughs> I, I quit. I, I was a landscaper for about three hours. No, you I swear to God. Well, you know, one time, <laughs> one one time, a friend of mine. I, I was totally out of money, and he hired me to paint. He was going to give me a hundred dollars. This is a long time ago, right? That's a lot of fucking money. And I remember starting painting, going like, "Is that what's a big fucking deal?" And painting, it's like three, four strokes. And after about the twentieth one, I go, "Fuck, this is exhausting." I'll, I'll give you one hundred and ten dollars to let me out of here. So we're lucky that we don't have to work. I mean, I've you, you on the radio. I mean, you're a natural. I mean, I'm not making the Sammy Maudlin show, but I don't know how the fuck you do it. What planet are you from that you could do this? I don't understand what you're talking about because for me it just seems like that's it, just how I live my life. It's well, every that's day. how we all do. And everybody the... says to me, "Oh, I don't get it. I don't get it. I understand it." But I don't. I don't know. I just do what I do. I have a responsibility to be at my job and on the air at 5 a.m. in the morning. If I decide to go out late at night and stay out late at night and drink with my friends, if you decide. Like, that would be like a rare occasion for you? <laughs> what about the fact that it's every fucking night? It's not every night. Here, here, imagine, here's what would be the difference. If you decide to stay in one night. <laughs> if, you just, if you decide to do, do some fucking exercise and do, do something healthy, that would be, a, hey, everybody, did you hear about Dino? Everybody's on the phone. He, what's, what's the matter? He's home. Is he sick? No. He's just relaxing. And he's eating. He's eating vegetables. <laughs> he he decided to stay home. <laughs> no, I you know I like to gamble. I like to drink. But but I also I have a I know what my responsibilities are, and I don't shirk them. So if I have to be well, up, that's amazing. I mean, that's I have to work at five o'clock in the morning. If I'm out till two, then screw it. I got to get up in two hours and go to work. I that's, respect that. That's the I mean, deal. I hate the the, the term alcoholic. The thing I respect about you is a functional alcoholic. Oh, well. No, but I mean, you fucking get everything done that a person who wasn't as sick as you are, <laughs> who should, a person like, like that should be hospitalized. <laughs> and then, you know, do you know what the word intervention means? No, nah, never You really have it. nobody that loves you. Otherwise, <laughs> you would have one to two... Three interventions a day. No, I, I, I'll never Can have an intervention because all my friends are in the same position that I'm in. Yeah, it's just, you know, I, the, the misery is the company I keep. And I, by, by the way, speaking of your friends, what a great fucking group of guys. They I, are. They're I awesome. love those guys. I'm telling you, I swear to God, this is my favorite night. I love doing stand-up. But when I hang, come to hang with those guys, they're all such fucking characters. Well, you're talking about guys that each each one of these guys that are just hang, kind of hanging out behind us tonight yeah. all need to be someplace tomorrow morning, but they wanted to come in here and just kind of soak it up and, and, and experience this with, with, with well, you. Well, anything that they can get in for free. <laughs> <laughs> not, not because they're your friends. No, not because they're my friends. Oh, man.
You know, you're going to finish that bottle. <laughs> this bottle tonight? Can a brother get a, a uh, shot around like here? <laughs> it's not all. It's a are you enjoying? Are no, you enjoying? You're, you're guarding the whole I'm fucking thing. I'm not bogarting. Are you enjoying? I saw that. Are you enjoying the Eagle Rare? That's my question. Eagle Rare is actually, I, I like it a lot. I know my producer is. This is the fucking third helping he's asked for tonight. So he, well, He's been bogarting. And uh, a little, little bit for, oh, you guys oh, got Where'd you, you guys get ice? Oh, we got some. refrigerator. Ah, you got, did you get cherries? <laughs> Fucking oh my god! Fucking you know what? Pussies. There I was being the generous host. I forgot to pour myself a little something. Whoa, that doesn't happen much. No, it really doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. Comedy—that's a no-brainer. But let's go back to the fact that you were an actor first, and the fact that you have acted in films, some iconic films, Big Lebowski for starters. Uh, one of the more memorable uh, characters on Seinfeld that passed through the years. Do you like to act? Do you like to act more than I'd you rather, like to I'd rather I'd rather play basketball than tennis. If I have a, ch I mean, if I have a choice, I'd rather work with people. As much as I love stand up, I'd rather. I mean, you remember Hollywood Shuffle? Yeah, of course. The the character, the, if you remember the character I played in that, he yeah. was a guy who uh, I went to college with, and he, you know, he was. I, I never thought about straight and gay that much, but he was very feminine. And when they went to Broadway, and then he, he was a hairdresser on Broadway, and then he went, like, just fucking flat-out flaming. But he was hilarious. And I and I wondered, like, I was... Uh, Robert Townsend was the director. We're watching a Georgetown-Villanova game. And, he, you know, he was he's a black guy, so he was for Georgetown because they were all black, and I'm a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> and Villanova had one white guy. <laughs> anyway, so I rooted for them. <laughs> but he said to me, he should. <laughs> I'm serious. Wait. <laughs> he showed me this thing that they were doing, this Hollywood shovel thing. He goes, you want to do it? He says, I said, you know, I don't want to play an Italian guy because I do it so much in, like, in the plays I'm doing and all these, like, the Lamppost Reunion, this old... Anyway, so I played the guy that I that was my friend from college. I was married at the time. What? You were married? I was married at the time, and we were going to Villanova because Villanova was like a, 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 a they had the Augustinian priest, mm -hmm. and, that, and that's where my school in Biscayne, Biscayne College in Miami had. Uh, anyway, so they were affiliated with each other, so we had a reunion. And I get in the car, and his name was Vinny. We used to call him Vinny to Vinny. I go, Vin, uh, Vin, you want any, want, to, want a beer? This is when we still drank beer in cars, remember? Mm -hmm. you, know, <laughs> oh, yeah. you know, we would go like, is that a three-beer ride or like a six-beer ride? Right. Yeah, you, you had to plan it. Yeah. So he said, I said, Vin, you want a beer? He goes, oh, no, thanks, but you have one. <laughs> 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 he had that laugh. He goes, <laughs> and I just loved that fucking laugh. So that's what I wanted to do in that, that movie, Hollywood Shuffle. And just recreate the character. And you did a, and you did a great job of it. Thanks. It was so much fun. So so you like acting more than you like doing stand up and you're brilliant at stand up. Do you I, consider yourself to be a good actor? I don't know. I mean, you get cast. You know what? Like uh You get cast I'm in not, thing? All right, I'll tell you something funny about that. Is there is there an opportunity? All right, tell me something funny first, then I have another question. Roddy Dangerfield became a really good friend of mine. And he wrote a movie and he put the character Irera in it. Mm -hmm. Right? It was a very good part. And then they had they had met another actor, and he he got the part of Irera because he was a better actor than me. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I remember what movie was that? It was called the Fourth Tenor. 
But I thought it was so, and he gave me another part, but I thought it was so fucking funny that I didn't even get the part of me. <laughs> hey, hey, Ronnie, that, that rare is good. You know. I don't mean to take a, a question from the audience, but Jamie kept raising, raising his hand. You got a question? You got a burning question? The Big Lebowski. So good in that movie. That movie is so iconic. A movie that everybody wants to see now. You know the Big what's Lebowski. funny about that? First of all, that, that was they were my lines, right? So, I get the script, and my agent and I hate fucking auditioning. I hate dancing for people. I'd rather fucking go my little fucking way and work slappy bananas and be happy and be my own boss. But they they send me the script, and she, you know, you know what the sides are? Yeah. Sides are the uh, the uh, the uh, the audition sheets. That it's you like get. yeah, it's the they, pages, they break it down to give you a scene, and then you have to do that. Right. So they gave me the sides. They gave me the script. There's no fucking way I'm reading that script. It's you know it would take me a year. <laughs> and I read it, and I go, I got to. Her name's Sarah. I go, Sarah, it's brilliant. I tell you, it's hilarious. I never laughed so hard. She goes, Wow, I never heard you react like that. I says, Well, maybe it's because I wrote it. She goes, What do you mean? I said they I, they fucking took lines from my act. Right, so uh, I said she goes. Well, I'll call and set up the audition. I said I'm not fucking auditioning for my my lines, and she called the the um, their casting director, and and then he called the Carm brothers. They go, no, we wrote it for him. I mean, it's his it's his writing, and if I didn't do it, they would have changed the lines. But you know, in that in that weird like, so I went in already knowing what I was going to say, and the funny thing is. I don't know if you ever, somebody told me this last week, Jeff Bridges, my name is Tony, uh -huh. but there's one part where he calls me Dom, right? He does? In the movie? That's what, yeah, that's in just, the I, I, in the movie. That's oh, what I, I gotta watch it again. I, I gotta watch it again now. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but somebody told me that last week. And he was fucking, first of all, what a brilliant actor. Yeah. We would go to lunch, and he would stay in character. You know, he would stay in character the whole time. Yeah. The whole time. And I thought, John Goodman, I thought was the big Lebowski because John's such a big guy. And here's a good backup story to John Goodman. In those days, this is when Bruce Willis was just starting to get hot, you know, to be a name dropper. And Bruce, uh, we, we knew each other from New York, and he was just getting moonlighting going, right? And he was starting to get, like, popular, and people were starting to recognize him, and we had to kind of sit around him at the table to get him, you know, people crazy, you know, the improv. You know that? Remember the round table? Yeah, the yeah, improv? yeah. Well, a little bit. <laughs> well, I didn't always get to sit around around. Well, so table. all of a sudden, John Goodman shows up, and I don't know John, and we never talked about acting. We never talked about show business. We talked about girls and sports, right. same as any other fucking guys. And then, so I don't think anything of it. And like, I was married at the time, and my wife and I go to see a movie in the afternoon in Vegas, and it's raising Arizona, and John Goodman's in it. And I think I said to her, Lisa, do you believe? Fucking Bruce got his bouncer. I thought he was his bouncer. I thought he was his bodyguard. I said, you believe fucking Bruce got it? How big is Bruce getting that he could get his bouncer a part in Raising Arizona? Oh, wow. <laughs> Little did I know it was John Goodman, a fucking better actor than almost everybody. Than, than a lot of people, yeah. And that's what you thought? Yeah. At that particular time. When I saw that movie with the cast and crew, I didn't laugh at all. Oh. Because, you know, they, they applaud for different things. They applaud for, like, the, the plumber in the movie and whoever, you know. And when I saw it, regular people, then I thought it was fucking great. Oh, it's an unbelievable movie. Steve Buscemi, how fucking good is he? You've worked with some great people. You've also done um, animated work as well. My favorite gig. He's a 
dog. My favorite gig. I played. Wait, not just a dog. <laughs> Many a dog. <laughs> I played. I played a dog in Barnyard, which is a movie and then a series. I played at Pound Puppies. Yeah. I was uh, Betty White's dog. <laughs> he, he looked gay, but he was straight, the dog. <laughs> is that is that what you have to tell yourself? No, no. Because they, they, the, the, the dog was real cute. He wore makeup and lipstick. and. Mm -hmm. But, uh, I, yeah, the... the, the uh, uh, voiceovers are the easiest fucking gig. The hardest thing to get, but the easiest thing to do. I mean, you can literally wear a wetsuit into... And the thing about it, the thing that's so incredible about uh, any of those gigs is if you miss it, if you miss time because you have to do something else, they bring you back and you actually make more money per minute. You know what I mean? Like, say, I, say I'm out of town for two episodes. I come back, they do all three episodes in 45 minutes, where if I had done one, it would have been four hours. Right. With everybody else there. You know. So. So the point is to lie. Lie. <laughs> <laughs> Let me, you, you touched upon something that I honestly wasn't aware of. I know you've had relationships in your life, but I did not know you were actually married. How long were you married? 15, 20 minutes. <laughs> no, seriously, how long uh, were you married? <laughs> We were married for five years, but we was were this, together this, for five. Was this when before you were a stand-up or after? No, she actually helped me write a lot of stuff. Really? Somebody helped you write yeah. what we hear? Somebody she, helped you write? She was the only one that ever helped me, that ever, she was the only one I ever listened to to put stuff in my act. So how did that go awry? Because it wasn't working with two actors together. We're so much she better was an friends. She was an yeah. actor as well? I mean, we're, we're, we're unbelievable friends now. And her daughter is, like, I helped raise her daughter, and, and I love the kid, and she's got a baby now. And so Did she, comes, she have she a daughter when you married her? No, no, no. No, she had, this, this is after, after but, Okay. But the kid and I always bonded, and we just have, you know, she comes out and spends, spends a month with me. She lived with me for a couple of years. Now she's married with a kid, and... And, she, and she's a really good kisser, this kid, you know. No, I, I couldn't be serious too long. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make you be serious for just a second longer uh, and, and, and ask if uh, where you're at in life now, what do, you, what do you think is missing? I mean, you've had a successful career, and it still continues to be a successful career. You have friends. you got people sitting here at, uh, what time is it? 10.38 in the evening that just want to be here to experience this what's missing out of your life at this point thanks a lot dina <laughs> i mean you can laugh it no, off no, if you no. want to. i'm not i'm not <laughs> laughing it off i mean the, the the pain that i'm in right now i'm thinking i'm sorry i fucking came to columbus <laughs> no, not, i'm not even just sorry i did the show or went no. to the social club i mean but no, but I'm serious, dude. You ask you know. me what's missing in my life, I'd be able to tell yeah, you. Yeah, but you're, it's more obvious what's missing in your life. <laughs> <laughs> Culture. <laughs> Sophistication. <laughs> uh, <laughs> politeness. Um, you know what's missing in my life? A big, fat whore. <laughs> Just, I, want a big, I want a whore that's so big and fat that I would never really go out with her. All I want to do is pay her and fucking smack my jeans <laughs> all over her back. Anyway, and, hey, there I go getting all romantic. <laughs> <laughs> is it, now, do we start the show yet? 
<laughs> do you think do you think you've missed out on love in your life? Do you think you blew it? Uh, I can tell you that. Well, you let know. me t- let me say this yeah. about you and Stacy. <laughs> <That's> uh, kind of, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, up to this point, we weren't going to edit anything. <laughs> and now, no, hmm. seriously, and keep it about you, not about me. No, no, no. Just let me. Hey, let don't me, fucking let me. tell me who it's about. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you think? Do you think? Do you think you've missed out on love in your life? You know, it's weird. I have some kind of love for you. (laughs) You are so cute when you say that. (laughs) You're adorable. I'm asking you sincerely and seriously as a friend because I think that that is one of the... Just because you're asking doesn't mean I'm going to tell you. I understand that, but I thought maybe if I saved that question... Excuse me, is this Nuremberg? If I saved that question... Towards the end. I was merely following After, orders. I thought maybe if I loosened you up a little bit, that you would oh, actually. Oh no, you're not going to trap yeah. me into that. Tom Iberra pathetically says. No, not pathetically sad. L- lonely, funny not, man. Not, not lonely, sad. <laughs> I mean, it goes back to that's what I asked you before about the whole self-loathing. There, I think there's something about comedians, actors, entertainers. That they 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 strive to find that completion that maybe and maybe that's the part that they can't complete. And I'm just I'm you know I, I'm asking more as uh, a curiosity seeker than anything else. You know why can't we close that deal? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was paying attention. Were you... <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Say yes. 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 <laughs> what are you guys doing? He's got a question. I got a question for both of you. Oh boy. You ready? Here we go. See, see, I opened yeah. up a can. Well, tomorrow night we're going to go to the Funny Bone and we're going to watch both of you. Yeah. Hecklers. How do you handle hecklers? We don't I... handle them. The bouncers beat the shit. Out of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me, sir. Can no, I talk to you for a hecklers. second? It's how do you handle? How about the Mary? How about the lady had retar- his neighbor had retarded son? Oh no, we don't want to talk about. Her. <laughs> no, no, the hecklers. I mean, Dom is more than experienced with hecklers. As I as we don't get that well. many hecklers. Don't get that many, but when we get them though. We're able to put them in their place. You've just got to be faster and smarter than they are, and then and then hopefully they'll go away. I mean, that, that's been my experience. If you can hop on them fast. And 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 smash them out quickly, yeah. then then they go away. If you engage them for too long, then it becomes an uncomfortable situation. Well, I made a mistake the other night. I was working with Brad Garrett. You know, Brad. Yeah. Working with him in Vegas, and he was the MC, and he was talking, and the guy was talking the whole time. When I got out, the guy didn't talk, and I only had to do twenty five minutes. At about the twenty second minute, I said something to the guy, mm. and he just went fucking, you know, blah 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 blah, and the bouncer came up to him. Like to tell him to keep quiet, and I said to the bouncer, "Hey man, let him go. It's my fault. I I made that stupid choice, but it's better just to like let it go, or you know, I mean, how are they gonna fucking win? You got years of experience. You got lights on you, a microphone on you, mm-hmm. and fucking bouncers that are, you know, can't wait to fucking throw somebody out. You know, so I mean, you if you lose that that battle, it's you. Yeah, and it, but I've I've seen comics lose that battle." Mostly the inexperienced ones who yeah. aren't prepared because they're so 
focused on what they're doing. And if anything happens that that derails that routine that they're working on, and that's just experience. Well, that's over the, the years. bad thing about doing stand up as if it's a play, and like that it has to be in certain order. You right. Know, it's like you got to understand. Hopefully, some of this stuff is just extemporaneous stuff that's funny and extemporaneous. Chip a word why, score. Why did I say that? A lot of points on your head hurts now. You know what? Talk yeah, about the raw. Talk about. Talk, talk about not knowing else. your crowd. That should be I looked your, around. That I saw those. Closer right there. I saw those fucking. We should finish this up. You're never going to get a longer word than that on this broadcast. <laughs> Uh, Dino, am I working with you tomorrow? No. Yeah, we're working oh, tomorrow. tomorrow Unfortunately, I don't get to work with you the whole weekend, but I get to uh, host the show tomorrow night. Um, and unfortunately, by the time this podcast airs, that'll be ancient history. Well, let, let's talk about how we Friday. killed. <laughs> I I got to say, Dino, that was the best set I've ever seen you have. I got to tell you what, you Dom. Met, you know, oh, stop just it. what I think, you can't get any funnier. You just take it up another oh. notch. <laughs> You you have a gift, my friend. <laughs> Apparently, Jesus really loves you. <laughs> Get up to the microphone if you're going to say it. I love he's raising his hand like he's in school. Dino, yes. Dino's never been scared to be in front of a crowd unless you're there. Get he out. is petrified tomorrow night because he hasn't been in front of a crowd for what, three weeks? Uh, uh, no, uh, three no. I haven't been on stage like in the last eight or nine weeks. That's, all, that's, that's like, like two months. months. Two months. He's Petrified. Well, you they first of all, you have nothing to worry out. about. It's not like I watch you. <laughs> <laughs> I know you don't watch me. I know you don't watch me. I, I, I gave up on that forever ago. No. When I was young. He's scared out of his fucking... When I was young, I would ask you, hey, Don, what do you think of my... But now, no, I know you don't watch. I don't care. I can't watch right before I, That's me. okay. I know you come out and... You, it's all the times we work together. I will sneak in and watch a couple minutes. And, 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 and all the recent years we work together, you come up to me and say, how are they? You ask me about the crowd. And I tell you whether or not they're pretty good, if they're tight, whatever the case might be. And you know, that's, that's all you ask. I don't expect you to watch me. That's not that's it. It's not you. It's just anybody because no, no, I'm no, trying no. to I focus. I don't take any offense to that at all whatsoever. But Jamie's right on some level. When I'm working with you and, and, and here in Columbus, when I'm here in Columbus, Ohio, where there's like 100 guys from our club that are coming to see you tomorrow. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, it's great. I feel a little extra pressure to, not so much to, 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 to impress you, but I don't know why, once again, it goes, uh, I feel like I got to impress them on some level a little think, bit. You think it's because you're really not Italian? <laughs> and you're like, you know, Greek. And I'm afraid that I'll be exposed <laughs> through the stand-up. No, that's not it. That's not it at all. Do you have any Italian in you? Yeah, I do. On my mother's side of the family. Do you want the backstory? What do you want? Yeah, I want the backstory. You want the backstory? My 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 mother's side of the family. Um, her mother. They lived in a little village in Italy called Sertaldo. I think that's in. Uh, I, I don't know. I've been there since I was nine years old. That's in uh that's in the what part of Italy? You don't know so. You don't know? The women are known there for their huge tits. <laughs> <laughs> that's and then my grandmother would definitely count. Oh boy. That would be the opposite of what he likes now. <laughs> <laughs> good friend, huh? Yeah, good buddies right there. They'll be cutting that, cut one that one out, out there, Greg. Right? <laughs> yeah. He'll be he'll be editing Mark that one out of the list. 
Yeah, if we're not going to talk about your love life, we're not going to talk about my love life. Hey, that was him, the buddy. Me, that's your buddy. Would that be a heckler? Would that be a heckler? All right, let's let's yeah, it's getting late. Let's wrap it up. So, before it's all said and done, Don Myrera, do you feel you've left your mark on this world? You know, when we talk uh, about legends and mentors and and I don't, I don't know if that if I can answer that with words, but I think that this interpretive dance I'm about to do, <laughs> even though it's radio, will tell it all. Listen to me, don't be an ass. Do you think that you left something behind? Do you think you've left something behind? My that... wallet. <laughs> Does anybody see my wallet? <laughs> I'm giving you a third shot at it, you bitch, you. I'm telling you. How many years you've been doing this? You lost count. You can't do the math. Do you feel that when it's all said and done, when you say, that's it, I'm done, and you look back on it all, on the body of work. Well, if that... I'm done, I'm not even going to be able to say it. I, okay, but in your mind. You're thinking, can you nod and say, you know what? Yeah, I left something good behind. <laughs> oh, God. I hate myself more than ever before. The... I if thought I hated myself it, before the show. Maybe it, takes, maybe it takes somebody from the outside Dino, looking in. Dino, please. No, it takes somebody from the outside looking in. Yeah, I think you can say that. I'm going to cry myself to sleep again tonight. No, you're not. There's a body of work <laughs> that's there. Is it that too people... late to get a whore in Columbus? No, it's <laughs> never. Maybe, never, maybe never some freshman at Ohio State needs money. <laughs> as long as she's over 18. Of course. Uh, you know what? It's uh, The respect of the other comedians is, is a, a really a cool thing for me. And yeah? I, not to be sappy, but like Chris Rock was on Stern. And I, remember, and, uh, I was busting Chris's balls about it. But he was saying, that, you know, he, all he wanted was to be like Don Myrera, who was a headliner who everybody respected. And that was one of the nicest things, you know. And don't fucking ever make me do this again. <laughs> so very uncomfortable saying that. Uh, well, you know, I wanted to get into a couple things that may have been uncomfortable because we all got this thick comedy skin that uh, is really hard to penetrate and people don't get to hear or see a lot of it. Some of these idiots in the room have seen past my thick skin and know me a little bit better than what is presented out there on the air or on stage. And uh, you know what? I, I I don't think that's a bad thing. You're human. You're a real person. What's wrong with that? Well, I'm like everybody else except more talented. <laughs> <laughs> you know, than the common than, than common people. <laughs> and, and I can't think of a better way to wrap it up than that. Thanks, so, Dino. It was uh, great, so, be, great being so, on the show. Uh, I, I appreciate you being with me. Uh, I got to say a couple of things that Whiskey Business is a Never the Luck production uh, done in cooperation with the Columbus Radio Group. All the opinions are those of myself and, of course, my reluctant guests and are never meant Bullshit. to. Bullshit. <laughs> there meant... are opinions and we stick by them. <laughs> to offend, only to entertain. And so, until... I hate minorities. <laughs> <laughs> I love the majorities. <laughs> until <laughs> the next bottle. Good night and God bless. All right. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? 
I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, you think that was good enough? I I hope so, man. I'm tired. (laughs) Who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I've never done it. (laughs) Right.